There are two places that are never-ending, bottomless pools of quality content ideas. Today, we're going to talk about what they are, and more importantly, how to be using them. Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacey. I'm the host of this show and the CEO of podcast production agency, Uncommonly More. My team and I work with podcasters just like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of sales teams with professional strategic podcast production. You know what? I think that's enough. Let's get into the show and we'll talk more there. You may have heard earlier this year, I started experimenting with TikTok and I have a great time on TikTok. I have absolutely generated some really cool conversations and even client relationships thanks to TikTok. And there's one thing, well, there's probably more than one thing, but there's one thing that I want to talk about today that drives me bananas on TikTok. And it is content guru, content expert, after content experts telling you and me and anyone else who will listen that answer the public or dropping in a keyword and looking for all the Googled questions is your best way to produce high quality content that your ideal clients already looking for. And that is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. These can be interesting tools to use as a way to refine or, you know, launch a brainstorm or, you know, get clarity in a new keyword space. But I'm only ever using the results of that. And by the way, I don't know that I've ever actually used those tools, but I would only use those tools to highlight or remind me about questions that are coming from one of the two sources we're going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about what they are and how we use them. But I want you to notice, and I'm going to, I'm going to affirm this a few times, that there is a specific order in which we use these uh, and a prioritization that's going to be incredibly important. So before we dig into that, I want to remind you, if you haven't signed up for Podcast Newsroom yet, podcastnewsroom.com, as we move into this last little bit of 2022, if you had things like a private podcast, or you're not really sure what sort of things you should be auditing and reviewing, those are all things we've covered in episodes over the last year on Podcast Newsroom. So head over to that space, make sure you're signed up, podcastnewsroom.com. And listen in on those episodes. I have had a couple of people reach out recently about the private podcast episode specifically because they're looking to add that to their program, mastermind, whatever it may be, use it as an opt-in in 2023, and they weren't really sure how to do that. We talk a lot about the tech we use and our process and what we do uh, when we create those over on that show. So go listen to the podcastnewsroom.com. Let's dig in. Let's talk about my first favorite way to get content ideas. My first favorite way to get content ideas, my first favorite way to have a firm understanding, a real life understanding of what 
my clients are talking about, how they're talking about the work I do, what benefits they feel, what wins and takeaways they have, is I freaking ask them. I know. It's crazy. Before you go to answer the public and you put in a two-word keyword that is a super generalization of what you do, like business coach, and then start creating content around the 47,000 questions that come up that are like, what is a business coach? How is a business coach? Where is a business coach? Talk to your clients. Start using their words. Start answering their questions. The reason I like to go to my clients first is because they're already paying me. So that's an ideal client. Now, obviously, there's more nuance in that. They're already paying me because they're ideal clients, not their ideal clients because they're already paying me. But we already have a relationship. We're already working together. So when we go through, say, our quarterly calls, where once a quarter I sit down with each and every one of our clients, and guess what? Answer their questions. I'm making notes. I have a page open in my good notes on my iPad, and I'm writing down the questions. And in some cases, many cases, I'm just putting little like dash marks, sort of like ticks, where it's a repeat question. How do I prioritize that list? Guess what? It's the questions that were asked the most frequently that I start with, and then I move through to the bottom of the list. I know, it's bananas. But this means that I'm able then to go create TikToks, record episodes of the show, pitch podcasts to other hosts, pitch speaking engagements for major events, using content, my ideal client definitely cares about questions they absolutely have best part in their words exactly how they want to ask it exactly how they're thinking about it with the nuance i need already built in so if you're a coach or you're a consultant or you are delivering a service You should be making sure you have eyes on some kind of list of questions you get asked again and again and again. And what I love about this specifically is it also helps me identify seasons. And this is one of those benefits of doing what you do for a while. We have shows that we have produced for our clients for two and three and four years. We have a client who we're going into our, we're currently in year five of production with this same client on the same show. And so it's really easy now for me to identify where we are in the year based on the questions we're getting, based on the conversations we're having. Where are you having the same conversations across clients around the same time of year. Our September calls always have a question about stats. Always. Because almost every show has a little bit of a dip in August. I don't know what it is. Every show we produce 
And in fairness, I'd say 25% of our clients <laughs> take um not insignificant amount of time off in August. They're taking time. They're going on vacation. That's a great indicator of what's happening to their listenership, too. They're also going on vacation. They're also stepping back. We also see this dip in December. People are off for holidays. People are closing out their year. Whatever it may be. But there's a little bit of a dip. And because I've seen this long enough, I know what questions happen sort of seasonally in general. And so it becomes really easy for me to, in advance, prepare content. You'll notice that with some of the episodes we have coming up on this show. In December, you and I are going to sit down and we're going to talk about setting annual podcast goals. You know why? Because right now, in November, as I'm sitting down and building Q1 strategies with our clients, we're talking about what do we want to do with your show next year? We're talking about what have we seen with your show? How is it feeling? What are you hearing on sales calls? What are some of the themes you heard this year that we want to make sure we have line of sight of for next year? Where can we get ahead of, oh, I know this is going to dip here. So what can we do to repurpose? What can we do to... Double down our marketing efforts. What can we do to get ahead of that? Do we need to time some promotions differently so that we don't just end up dumping a promo in a place where we don't get a lot of attention? And so these conversations help dictate forward content. I'm able to get even further ahead strategically when I start looking at these on an ongoing basis and observing the bigger picture across clients. And that's what I want you to do. I want to shift gears now. I want to talk about the second favorite way to get content ideas. And this is really for me specific to building sales assets. When I'm looking at what do I need to do to sell this offer? I'm looking at really what do you need to know to know if this is the right offer for you. What information do you need to have so that you can say yes or no? I want you to notice, just a little sidebar here, I want you to notice I didn't say, what do I need you to know to buy? Because for me, that's where sort of the rub comes in. I don't need you to know stuff to buy. I need to give you information to know whether or not to buy. Because some of the most important work this show does is tell people who are not you that this is not the place for them. That this agency isn't going to be a good fit if it's not going to be a good fit. I want my content to upfront be helping me qualify my leads so that when I get on a sales call with you and you and I are having a conversation, you and I are both just doing a like, cool, is everything, are we, everything has worked? Not trying to figure it out, but confirming it. And so again, I am looking for what do you need to know to make a decision? That decision very well may be no. It's just as important that I give you the information to make it a no as it is that I give you the information to make it a yes. 
And so how do I get that information? Where do I figure that out? Especially that information where I'm looking at wanting to help those no's become no's. That's probably not going to be in my client conversations because those people aren't making it into working with me as a client. They're jumping off the boat at the latest at a sales call. So I need to be looking at my sales calls. What are the questions that I get in sales conversations? What are the emails I get in response to the email sales emails I have going out? What are the DMs I get on Instagram? What are the questions I'm getting on TikTok around an offer or in my DMs around what working with us looks like or even some philosophical, I'm going to call them, questions around how we think about shows and the kind of shows we produce. That is a really important one for us because we don't produce any kind of podcast. We produce a very specific kind of podcast. We produce expert-led podcasts built to convert into sales. So these are expert-led, brand-driven podcasts. Your goal here is to sell a product, a service. It's not to get X amount of listeners so that you can sell ad space or whatever the case may be or merch or whatever. It's you're building content to sell something. You're not building content as an offer. And so I need to be really clear about that in our content. I need to be speaking to that specificity. I need to be speaking to the, I'm going to use my favorite word, nuances that you and I have as the kind of podcasters we are instead of all podcasters ever. There's a lot of them and that sounds exhausting. I want to work with the kind of shows that we work with because these are the kind of shows I like. These are the kind of shows I produce. Okay, so when we're looking at building content, that really speaks to what we do and really speaks to how we work. Clients, those are where we should be getting those questions. Secondary source for those kind of questions, absolutely sales calls, those leads. But when we're building sales assets, when we're building episodes that are supposed to help you make a decision to purchase, when we're looking at what do you need to know to say, yep, this is for me, or nope, not for me, We're looking at our sales calls. We're looking at those conversations that we're having that are direct sales conversations. Moving back to our episode last week, week before last, around sales pages. These are where I'm getting the questions (laughs) that I need to fill in to help somebody say, yep, this is for me, or no, this is for me. Episodes like today are content I'm pulling in from conversations I've had on sales calls or in my DMs with potential clients, with leads. Again, sales conversations. That's why these two episodes specifically were created based on conversations or things I've seen in those sales-specific spaces. When I'm looking at episodes like the October series we ran on podcast housekeeping, a lot of that was pulled from client conversations, was pulled from quarterly calls we've had over and over again. And 
all times of year sort of seeing this, well, should we, when do we, what does this look like? And so we built that series. Those are actionable examples that you can go and listen to that were all pulled from real life interactions with real life people who were either already paying me, going to pay me, or helped them decide not to pay me. But it wasn't a general Google search. It wasn't answer the public. It wasn't a random list of must create content ideas. It wasn't somebody's opt-in with a hundred different podcast episodes you must record. Because none of those are going to get you in front of and speaking to the people who want to pay you. And that's the goal of our shows. It's the goal of my show. That's the goal of your show is to support the people who want to raise their hand and be supported by you. I'm going to just quietly step off my soapbox, slide it back under my desk, and we're going to wrap this up. If you'd like some help doing this, by the by, these are the exact kind of conversations we had in October with our podcast strategy intensive clients. So if you want to book one of those, there are spots open for January. If you would like to make sure you and I sit down and have a quarterly conversation every quarter next year to have this kind of conversation and direct these kind of episodes to your content calendar, we can have that conversation too. We are right now signing clients to start with us in January for podcast production. We will only take two clients in January for podcast production. So whoever starts working with us in January will likely be signed in November or December. So reach out. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about what's next for you and your show in the next year. And let's build in these kind of things for you. Remember, we start every single client contract with a 90-minute version of that quarterly call as our onboarding and kickoff call. And so we could be having this conversation in January, either through a podcast strategy intensive or through our kickoff call. So uncommonlymore.com to find out both of those options and to choose which one works for you right now. I will talk to you again next week. If you made it to this point of the show and you still happen to be listening, which statistically is unlikely, I want to say thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And I want to hear from you. So reach out on social or via email and let me know what actions you're going to take from today's episode. Because Honestly, that's why we produce the show. That's why I record this show. That's why my team does all the work to release this show. It's so that we can help you. We can help make a difference in your show and consequently in your business. If you haven't left a review for the show, head over to ratethispod.com slash more. It's an easy way to show some love to the show and also help us reach more podcasters who are looking for the same kind of support you were looking for. If you have any suggestions or ideas or thoughts you would like me to address on the show, be sure to reach out. Again, like I say a lot, this is the start of the conversation and I can't wait to hear what you have to say.